Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7, 1450 AM, WAOV Vincennes, also at 97.3 FM in Washington. Gary Bryant from NDOT joins us for the final time in 2023. Morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm doing good. Uh, we're, we're getting ready for winter. And uh, so... It, whenever I took this job a couple of years ago, they said NDOT's kind of like two different jobs. You have the construction season, uh-huh. and then you have the winter season. So I'm officially putting on a different hat now. But there's no winter. It's just chilly. <laughs> yeah, not yet. But, you know, we're always planning. We're yeah, always getting ready. And, um, you know, I've been telling people, you know, as warm as it is right now, you know, we've had a couple cold snaps. It seems like, what, it's really cold in the morning, and then it's almost spring in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. afternoon. Uh, it's a good time to put together your winter preparedness kit. Sure, it is. And you know what? It's not going to be this way all year. We're going to get snow. We're going to get ice. We're going to. It's it's Indiana. We're going to get it. When? Well, I don't know. I, I'm sending my maintenance guys to you whenever it does ice because I'm going to say, hey, he said it was going to happen. So. Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> and you know what? My, my guys at the uh, uh, Farmer's Almanac are letting me down. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, so we've been really talking to our National Weather Service folks, you know, and it is kind of that time of year when we're starting to say, okay, what's going to happen? You know, with El Nino and everything. Well, see, the forecasts I saw for the winter on a lot of models are are above average snow. I did see that. Average temperatures. I saw that. Those are the two that I saw, like two or three different models. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's all right. Sound, you know, that's yeah. So, on our side of things, we've been hearing a little better, maybe we're a little bit more optimistic. Okay, yeah, we've been hearing a little bit more of a, a drier winter and oh. above average temperature. Right, I'll take but, it, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, that's what we've been hearing when we, you know, we've got a lot of our national weather pro- <laughs> folks, whether it's Indianapolis or Paducah or even Lincoln. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're, we're always working with them, planning with them because we've got to, you know, uh-huh. uh, so we'll take that, you know, I, you know, our, our local meteorologists like to do their winter forecasts. And I like to think that they just like to make sure everybody thinks there's going to be a white Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, well, Hey, you know, it's, it still could happen. Still could happen. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're ready for anything you know i think if folks remember last year shoot mm-hmm. this time last year it was we're getting ready for a huge snow ice uh-huh. event I with know. temperatures below zero it was it was nasty so yeah you know we, we probably will have that one big event and maybe a couple more littler events but uh yeah we're ready for it we've got enough salt i feel like i've been saying that a lot in the last few months you know our salt barns are are stacked to the brim because last year was a little easier going and uh you know our trucks are ready to go or our crews are ready to go we're all just kind of hoping maybe they don't have to go too yeah. much well right now i just looked at the latest forecast for christmas day yeah okay rain and 54. oh well there you go yeah. you know it, and here's a little thing that i always like to remind folks is you know if you're looking at forecasts you know more than especially in winter more uh-huh. than 48 at eight hours out in advance it's, it's yeah. a little yeah. you know we're looking at generalities there you know when we start getting a uh, a winter forecast together we get on what we call pathfinder calls where we get on with everybody around the state and that's isp too, national weather service everybody gets together and you know we just start looking at what the storm is going to do what uh you know the road conditions maybe like how everybody's going to adapt it's really cool to see how 
the entire state gets together for a plan to uh, take care of the event. And, and we've got our first uh, call next week to kind of get everybody ready to make those calls. So yeah, we're definitely going to be ready to go. Okay. Well, anyway, you are set, but yeah. you, but we have to get set now Yeah. as individuals, get our kits ready, get our, our automobiles uh, serviced. You know, yeah. sometimes we forget that. that yeah, yeah. You know, right. I mean, you check your antifreeze. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, we have to. We have to have some responsibility too. Absolutely. I mean, I can tell you right now that I've been hearing a little bit more pops and pings in my truck as it gets colder. You know, your vehicle uh, inside has a lot of plastic and rubber and mm -hmm. all these kind of things that, whenever it gets cold, and maybe doesn't act the same or isn't right. So it's good. Good idea to take your car in, get it serviced, make sure everything's good to go. Uh, and then get your uh, emergency preparedness kit. I've got a whole list. If you go on our social media page, you can see a whole list of all the things you could have in there. You know, really, it's just making sure you have your phone, a charger with you, maybe some snacks in case you get stranded, <laughs> uh, some water, uh, you know, might be a little more difficult in the winter months. It might freeze up on you, but a warm blanket, you know, these things just to take care of yourself in case you do get stranded in case you know, I, I'll tell you what, I, I've driven up in northern Indiana and big snows happen there in the blink of an eye and you don't even know what's coming. And it's really easy to get yourself in a bad situation. So to have those things on you, ready to go, uh, it, it's a good thing to have. Okay, good, good. All right. So anyway, just wait and see. Yeah, waiting and see. You know, it, it's, it's going to be interesting this season. Uh, keeping our fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind some snow, but maybe, maybe not. What was it? Eleven inches, twelve inches last year, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but year you know, before. I'm really. But but last year was still relatively mild. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't yeah, it bad. Was. Yeah, uh, we had the big event on uh, right before Christmas. That was really, and even then, you know, it was more of the ice and the wind. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was uh, it was something else. So I, I know our folks up in northern Indiana have already dealt with one or two. So down here in southern Indiana, it's a little bit of a different beast. So we kind of have to keep our eyes on the temperatures a little bit more and, uh, you know, prepare our brine. Uh, I will say, you know, uh, I've had some folks asking, you know, if you've driven on 41 or any of our state roads, you might have seen the, the lines on the roadway and yeah. say, say, hey, what's going on with that? Um, so that is for frost. This is something that I just most recently uh, found out. So, you know, as we've been having those really cold mornings and the warming up back and forth, you know, we get that condensation, that frost build up in the morning. So that is to help make sure the roads don't become slippery. I, I saw yeah. that the other night, and I'm, I was coming back from Evansville, thinking, and I, I got my phone out, like, wait a minute, it's clear. I mean, yeah. I thought it was some kind of a, a glaze or what. I mean. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, we had a guy come into the district a couple of days ago and say, am I, are we looking at a big system? Nope, it's just. You know, making sure, our, you know, it, as soon as the temperatures go below 32, then we start getting a little concerned about our roads. And we want to make sure that they're ready to go, that they're dry, they're, you know, set for drivers. Okay, before we go to the break, and we're on the subject of uh, winter and weather, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about black ice. Because I think yeah. sometimes that is one of the things that really, and I'll be honest with you, if I was taking a test and the word black ice, whatever I wrote would probably be wrong. Yeah. Why, how does black ice form? I mean, do you have to have uh, precipitation constantly or, or is it? Yeah, so with black ice, you know, 
it's not actually black. I know. Obviously, okay. uh, it, you know, it, it's basically, you know, ice you don't necessarily see. You're not ready for, right? Uh, when we have this big ice storm or something, you'll be ready for it. But typically with black ice, it, you know, it, it's typically whenever we have maybe like a fog or, you know, again, kind of like the frost. If we ha don't treat those roads, you're not ready for it. You don't right. see it. Um, that's because, scary that's scary yeah and it'll it'll take your breath away when you feel that the steering will kind of do its thing so yeah you know and that's why we really emphasize we really work once the temperature is going to start dipping dipping below 32 to make sure all our roads are treated to prevent that that black ice because you you, you know that's that's the the hard one to see is the hard one to prepare for um, really any type of moisture that gets on the road an untreated roadway and the road itself is 32 or below yeah it'll freeze and then that's when you'll you'll run into trouble so yeah we do everything we can to make sure that that didn't happen okay and uh, that's why also I think overpasses become yep. really yeah. even tougher yeah and overpasses obviously it's mm -hmm. just easier for them to get colder because they've got all that open air underneath you know it's a lot less mass if you will than mother earth below our roads uh so the the temperature of the roadway uh will dip before the rest of our roads so that's why we really make sure our bridges overpasses anything like that are treated uh quickly and we keep an extra eye on dr gary you never knew he was coming in we're, we're you know i feel like i'm taking notes here hey i'm uh, trying you know i had a minor in meteorology did so you really I'll, yeah i did okay. so I, I have a little bit of knowledge on some well, of this well, stuff good well good well anyway it's it's good to know yeah okay? yeah mean, absolutely because even though we may think we have clear mornings and some frost you know there there are still things that can happen yeah and that's why you should always drive defensively be ready you know for anything when the temperatures start dipping all right let's take a break and we'll have more after this on waov have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger and Gary Bryan from NDOTS. So we wrap up. What's that? I said hello, hello. Oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing it up for you. you know? okay. It's Friday. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it's also his last visit for 2023. No, he's not leaving. No, it's, no. It's just, it's just that the last time we'll talk to him this calendar year. And, That's right. Uh, you know, I do want to look back at the calendar year, though, okay? Oh, okay, yeah. A lot of big projects. You guys yeah. were busy. Yeah, you know, we, I think everybody probably remembers our work on the clover, well, not the clover leaf, I guess it is, the, the triple, the bypass, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we paved that up this summer. That was really good. Uh, we did a couple reduced conflict intersections. Uh, the one up in Sullivan County, uh, there at Carlisle, you know, it's looking really good. I, I know we still have some signs out, I think. We may still be doing a little bit of signage just kind of cleaning things up, making things look nice. But it's been open to traffic. It's been doing really well. Uh, we've got the one down here just north of our district. Uh, they're at Elkhorn Road, the, the half RCI, if you will. Uh, it's been doing really well. We're really excited to see it uh, come together. 
And yeah, you know, we, we did some painting on the bridge uh, over the Wabash, over the uh, George, Ro or not George Rogers Clark, Red Skelton. You know, right. we've got a lot of famous people <laughs> yeah, here we in Vincennes, right? Over the Red Skelton Bridge. Uh, that wrapped up too. You know, we we've been that doing a lot quick. of stuff. Yeah, that went quick. That went quicker than I ever imagined. Yeah, yeah. It uh, you know, it did cost a little bit. Uh, you know, if you're going to Illinois, you had to go to one bridge or the other and everything. But we again, you know, what whichever project it was, we really appreciate everybody. You know, following the rules of the roads, slowing down in our work zones, taking it easy. You know, we didn't have any issues this this year, and that's what we like to hear. Right, right. Well, and then, of course, I'm sure you're stacked up for next year. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, I will bring up the one that I know that folks here uh, in Knox County are talking about, and that's State Road 61. Uh, there's been a little bit of talk about, you know, maybe some of the areas are a little rough. We've been doing some patching. So, basically, we're between Vincennes and Monroe City. You know, we've been going through and patching some areas that really need it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah you know you might be hitting getting a little bump here and there the road mm -hmm. might be a little rougher right uh but it's not permanent and that's the important thing so we're going through and patching and making sure everything is good to go for roughly this may uh once the temperatures warm up and stay warm uh we'll basically be doing the exact same thing that we did on 41 and us 50 there the the exchange will be doing the same thing putting new asphalt down on you or on state road 61 from Vin, all the way from vincennes to monroe city so that's going to be a big project next year uh that people need to be ready for but also know that you know the road's going to be a little rough this this winter um i think we're wrapping up if we haven't wrapped up already we're pretty well wrapping up now and uh we just want to make sure we do that patchwork first Mm -hmm. so we don't have to go back through and patch what's underneath and mm -hmm. it's a whole thing so yeah when when we get the asphalt laid down it'll be nice and smooth it'll be a good roadway so that's really the big one that we're looking at next year for this area we've got a lot of stuff going on throughout the district but you know um we haven't quite started doing what we do pre-cons uh, that's basically where everybody gets uh -huh. together and talks about a certain project that's coming we haven't quite started getting to those yet we're mm -hmm we're still thinking winter right now so yeah we, we've got some projects on the horizon we're getting ready for them you know around here we always do have you know your culvert replacements and uh things like of that matter so smaller projects that may take a day or a week right, or two weeks right. so those will be all around so you know i encourage everyone uh to get on our social media pages it's in dot southwest on facebook and twitter or x whatever right. you want to call it and uh also get 511in.org uh our traffic wise app you can get that on your phone whether it's android or iphone uh it shows all our projects throughout the state uh it'll show you click on the uh the project and it'll show you you know what's going on what we're doing when it'll finish all the stuff you need to know uh, to plan your trip and it's great right now uh, going into the winter season because you can actually see the cameras on our snow plows you can see cameras throughout the state so you can see your travel conditions before you head out the roadway it's interesting Gary that uh, all this patching this patchwork I mean mm -hmm. it's it, it's it's almost like preventive maintenance more than anything yeah. or I mean are there problems now or are they potential problems yeah it's more potential um, you know we 
gosh, I think it was a year ago or so, we ha had to close down 41 because of a sinkhole. That obviously is it's a problem right oh, now. Yeah. And typically, oh, yeah. typically when we say sinkhole, it, we've had a culvert underneath the road collapse, you know, the concrete, whatnot. Um, preventative maintenance is usually what we have right now. The patching, we say, okay, you know, we are seeing some issues here from like heavy traffic or we know the life of a culvert is it's starting to get towards the end of its life. Mm -hmm. Maybe in this case, the whole roadway needs fixed. So what can we go in and do now so we don't have to tear up this roadway in a year, two <laughs> years, five years, what have you. So it's all planning. Nothing's a bigger mess in Indianapolis. <laughs> have you been to Indianapolis lately? You I know, mean, I, I mean, have. Oh, and it is just, it's a mess. You I know, mean, it's, I, mean, it's, I will say it's not, as much since they got the north split figured out but oh, let's oh. let's just say when so whenever one of our public relations directors oh, yeah. uh calls in sick or whatnot i'm not co covering indianapolis oh, she, my our, our person up there she she uh she's got a handful so yeah yeah I, it's I, a lot of roads it's a lot of <laughs> traffic it's oh. uh, it's a lot i uh, i like down here let's just say that yeah well i mean <laughs> It's great that we got 69 going up there, but then yeah. if you try to go to the east side, uh, I think you're what? thinking northeastern east side. side. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot oh, of work going up there. Oh my gosh! Even if you go on 70, the splits are on 465. It's there's just a lot going on right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, if if folks haven't driven the north split yet, it actually it's quite nice um, because if you remember, you go on 70 and 65 there, and you'd have to try to get across. Right, the right. You don't do that anymore, yep. and like it's it's great. That um, part is, I will give you that. Yeah. I will give, but I mean, it just seems like maybe it's just because it's every time I drive it, there's always something. <laughs> but uh, I'm putting the blame on you. All right. No, no but we, we do have a lot of projects going on up there. And, and then Evansville too. I mean, you know, I mean, there's work in Evansville <laughs> going on. We do. Uh, we have our displaced left down by Deaconess. I'm sure people who go down there uh, probably experience mm -hmm. that right now. Don't turn left into oncoming traffic down there right now onto Epworth. Yeah. Uh, we've got that closed off. If you're going down there, don't turn left, yeah. please. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have be gonna be having a lot of projects coming up there as we have the Lloyd for You project as we improve traffic on the Lloyd, and we've got the ORX project coming up in the next couple of years, which is the bridge going across uh, the Ohio River that we're working with with uh, with KDOT Kentucky mm -hmm. Department yeah. of Transportation. So it's going to be busy in Evansville. So. Uh, plan accordingly yeah to give yourself extra time yes yes absolutely <laughs> okay all right i uh, got a couple minutes left let me ask you uh as we are in the winter season more or less mm -hmm. and are you still looking for drivers for uh for snow plows right now you know we are all filled up we're ready to go good yeah good. when i said earlier we're ready to go we we actually start looking for uh plow drivers early like end of july august that kind of area we have a good kind of set list, a good uh, uh, list of drivers uh, that like to come back every year and do it. So yeah, we're, we're full up. All right, I just think that that's uh, it's a big key. Yeah, uh, and uh, one thing before we go, I do want to remind folks that when, if you're wondering, when we do get the snow through, it, we, the plow routes take about two and a half, three hours. So I tell folks, if you're wondering where the plow is, Said, so when's the last time you saw it? Well, about two hours ago. Well, give it about a half hour, maybe an yeah. hour, and they'll be back by. So, right, it's, we got uh, a lot of roads to travel, and everybody <laughs> has their set route. Right, I think we, we forget about that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a good reminder uh, before we do get in the snow season. And remember, we do state routes. You know, all our local municipalities, they, they cover their own local roads. So uh, if you do see a route that is having an issue, go to n.4u.com. That's four and the number four and the letter u.com. Uh, that's our customer service line. We always have people ready to go. And that's the best way to get information to the folks at NDOT uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah, so. they're doing their best. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all on top of it. Oh, all righty. And again, uh, we'll just keep our fingers crossed for this continued mild winter. Yeah, yeah. And again, I'm going to tell our drivers to come talk to you whenever it does <laughs> ice. I'm going to say, well, Ed sent you. He said that it was going to ice. No, so, I, I just I'm, said I was I, – I, I'm just I'm, – no, yep. I'm I, got I'm I got you. I got you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait and see. Right? Yep. Yeah, we'll see. Let's just put it this way. I think we all could be weather people. <laughs> yeah, we try to be anyways, right? <laughs> well, hey, what's the goal for NDOT next year? <sighs> Safety. You know, that's, that's our number one goal all the time. Uh, we want to make sure our roadways are the safest possible. So, you know, that's going to be our number one goal is make sure our roadways are safe for you and for everybody on the roads. Wonderful. Hey, appreciate you coming in. Always Have a, a great holiday. Pleasure. We'll see you next year. Yep. See you then. All right. Stay tuned. Midday Edition is next on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM, 1450 AM WAOV in Vincennes and also 97.3 FM in Washington. Jacqueline Cunningham joins us this segment, the Isaiah House. And uh, last time we'll talk with Jacqueline this calendar year. And then this, like, we've gone through like two or three calendar years now. Yes. It's been, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? So it's like, wow. When you look back, it's been a while. It has. And it's also been a good year. It's been a great year. No, uh, it's been a great year. This is the first year that we've actually been open for a year and a half, and it's it's been a great year to see what the community can do for yeah, this house. It is. It's it is. It's fun. I mean, it's. I don't mean it's fun, but I mean it's fun to see how you've been able to really get this thing rolling. It is. You are able to see so many good sides. Yes, sometimes in the house itself can be a little depressing and whatnot. But when you step back and look to see what has happened over the year and how many kids we've served and how many volunteers have stepped up, and especially the month of December, like nobody can be upset about the month of December and all the stuff that people just keep bringing into the house and all the donations and all the businesses who are dropping. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, also, I got to tell you that one of the things that has impressed me more than anything uh, about how you never ever let all these hurdles stop you or derail you i mean you had a vision and you kept that vision oh yeah there were challenges there were many many probably more challenges than you could have ever imagined but you got through it you know now you've you've arrived but now we've got a new chapter that's keeping it going it is um you are always faced with challenges 
and with any job, with anything, that is life, and you have to figure out how to jump the hurdles. But you are right, and we know that as an organization on how to sustain the house and how to keep it up and going and how to keep the interest of the volunteers and the community and keep all the celebration going. It is challenging, and that's why we try to come up with new fundraisers or whatever it might be because we are. We're still stuck with obstacles at times. And looking back at some of these other houses who are where we were and all the extra challenges they're going through, I'm able to be blessed on how we did it and because it could have been so much worse after looking at some of these other houses and all the stuff they're going through that's, I know God is in it and he's working, but man, we are, some of our houses are really struggling on different aspects. Really? Oh gosh. Is it financial or is it's, it? Yeah, it's the financial, um, contractors. There's been a lot of problems with contractors, um, contractors saying they're going to do stuff and not, and one floor plan completely got messed up and just little stuff that not, is not, not our house. So we want people to understand it's not our house. Knox County has been great. Right. Every, our, our contractors, everything has worked great in Knox County, but I didn't know that when you're in it, but looking back, I'm like, gosh, we have really been blessed in Knox County because I could not imagine being the program coordinator in some of these other counties who are struggling on so many different levels of, and then the neighbors not being overly supportive of having an Isaiah house beside them because it's traffic like they think is people are coming and going and i'm like it's not you would never know it's an isaiah house we had somebody pull up to the house last week and ring the doorbell like they think it's a normal house as you should and i they were interested in the poor farm across the street you know oh. and they were wondering about what was happening and so i set out and talked to them a little bit they had no idea who we were they were from out of town i didn't tell them who we were because you know we're not supposed to but it was interesting. It was just a fun conversation. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I, I mean, that's, that's... You never know what you're going to get no, from week to week. You really don't. No. Well, you know, and I think you're only as strong as your volunteers are, right? Oh, absolutely. And our volunteers have, I don't want to say taken a hit this past couple of weeks. We've had a lot of teenagers in the house. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny because I've, I've got a friend who works at the E-Village. And they've been busy. I mean, and I don't know if it's a correlation between the two or, or, or what, but is it just, I mean, and is it the time of year? I think a little bit of all of it. I think it is the time of year where there is some more removals. But we expected, so many months ago, we expected the teenagers. Like, we knew it was coming, and we would have a lot more, just because there's no place for them. Sadly, not many people want the teenager because of they have in their mindset of, behavioral issues you know all the bad things but we had one girl in our house with this month sometime and she left and we had two volunteers crying because of how much she pulled at their heartstrings and they're like i she doesn't deserve this she deserves the world and what is happening and why was she removed and what you know and and i'm like and that's what it's about like it's not all of our teenagers have behavioral issues and not all of them are mouthy and some yes but some of them are just sweet kids who've never deserved what they're going through and, and the one no kid, kid deserves that yeah and i think maybe some of the ones who are mouthy or something they're probably getting tired of being in that situation i mean they and i'm sure it's not the first time well no and the odds are they've been on the streets that you know they've had people probably older than them bullying them and so by gosh it's either you fight or you run or 
they've been caught in the middle of a lot of bad too and that's the only way they know how to handle it yeah. is that they got to try to be the bigger bully or the bigger person Jacqueline when you took over this uh this whole project did you expect days like that I didn't know what to expect because it was all coming at me at once but I did I mean I did work at the youth village for several years and it's crazy how God has used that to equip me with what we're dealing with now because yes we have some of our challenged teens who come in or, and who are a little mouthy which to be honest that doesn't bother me at all. Like I, I'm used to that. Like I find them as fun and I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is a personality. Let's see what happens. And I use my experience to figure out the best in them and to figure out like, what can we do to make this situation better? Because clearly you don't want to be here. <laughs> I take that as a challenge. Yeah. Other people will be like, oh my gosh, I can't handle it. Like it's too much. Yeah. And I'm like, that's okay. Step back. And you, you just figure out your personalities with the kids and what works best. Yeah. Uh, okay. I get it. I get it. <coughs> Excuse me. I get it. You can, she choked me out, folks. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's, well, and even your own kids, you know, anybody who has their own team, they can all be stubborn or mouthy. Sure, they can. Or, and that's good kids, of, you know, so it. all teens have it in them. They all just kind of, they just want to express their situations at times you got me so choked up <laughs> on that that was great i didn't expect that from you i mean wow okay all right but you know what getting back to it though i mean you have to relate to them and yes. i and i and that's why i don't know if i would be a good volunteer because number one i'm gonna tell you my age you know i'm in the sick my 60s you go and i don't relate you know but but you're a mom and you got kids that are getting that age. So, so you see it. I see it. I can't. It's been a while since I've seen that. I, you know what, though? You would fall right back into it. Once a teenager or even a little five-year-old would come into the house and you see them, you would fall right back into it just clicks. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, this is what, you know, some things that don't click is like, okay, how much formula does a four-month-old take? It's stuff like that that we're like, I'm on the phone talking to a nurse. I'm like, okay, remind me. How, much, how long can formula stay out? It's stuff like that that I'm like, okay, I can't. Because it's been a hot minute since I've had infants. But then I remember and we're prepared now for the next time. But when it comes to teenagers, it does. It just kind of, you're like, okay, what? And then staying with the trends and the verbiage of how what all the teens say. And that part is challenging sometimes. Yeah. But okay. they'll teach you. Yeah. Okay. They'll be quick to teach you. Oh, okay. But also you got to keep it in the back of your mind why they're there. There's always a reason. There's a reason they're there. They're not there on their own accord. I mean, it's no. not like, hey, send me to Isaiah House. I'm going to hang out. No, no. They're there for a reason. And that's what you got to remember. It is. And it's, um, and our volunteers have to remember that too. It was funny because we, we have a great volunteer, um, several great ones. But we had one that came in this past week and we had a, we had five teenagers in the house at one time. Holy moly, let me tell you. But we brought this male volunteer in who was amazing. And he said, he's like, you know what? He's like, every time you call me, I always have in my mind, because we send them out, we send out the gender and the ages to the volunteers. And he's like, every time I go in, I'm like, I think I'm going to relate to this one. And he's like, God amazes me every time because I, it never is the one I expect. It's always. And this time, it, it was so funny. There, he, he goes out and plays basketball with them, and he's great. Mm -hmm. And it was the one girl that came in, and she came in, and she's like, this is my favorite volunteer. 
he is absolutely amazing. And Jesse's his name, the volunteer. And Jesse came in. He's like, I would have never expected it to be the girl out of all the boys that I was the, you know, and it's because he was on their, on her level. Like he was real. He wasn't trying to impress them. He was just real with them. So, so the mission, just like the young kids, when you get to teenagers, the mission is to be there for them. I mean, that's, that's the mission. Okay. Is they're going through a tough time. Yes. And just while they're there, take their mind other places. Right. It is. We're not here to solve their problems. We're no. not going to. And you don't want to sit there and talk to them about their problems. You want to take them to another area where there are no problems. Yes, we just want to redirect the situation and have bring the joy back into them. But it's crazy. And like what Jesse was saying when he was out playing basketball, he's like, it's crazy how they open up and the comments that they say that you, you know, that you kind of process and how they do open up and they do want to talk and they don't want, they just want somebody to listen. They want somebody to know they cared. Somebody cares about the situation you're in right now. Right. And our volunteers can do that. Absolutely. And they do care. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. They, they want, it's like you want to change the world, but you sadly can't. But that day, all you have to do is listen and smile. Just let them know that you're there and that you care. And that is something our volunteers can do. All right. When we look back this past year, you know, we talked about the volunteers, but, uh, it's, again, I think it's, you know, you had some great fundraisers to make money. Are you, are you amazed by the generosity? Always, always. And I, I'm human. And so I doubt every year, like right now we're going through what we call Friendsgiving and we had to prepare for 2024 and the funding because our funding, it, it does, it keeps raising because life, it, you know, we just always have to raise more and more every year. It seems like, and we understand why. And, but I doubt, and I'm like, why do I doubt? Like God, the community, they step up every year, but every year I continue. I'm like, I don't think we're going to be able to meet our budget next year. I, I doubt. And I don't know why, because the community every year steps up and mm -hmm. we are able to meet our budget every single year. Wow. And that could be through random <clears throat> grants. It could be through, you know, the Thackers putting on a gala. It could be lemonade stands. We're hoping to do some lemonade stands during the eclipse this year. Like, what are the odds that happens? Oh you know, to have goodness. an eclipse. Wow. And I'm like, that could be a huge awareness event. Wow. That's great. Uh, you we're know. trying. We're trying to think on how we can utilize the, the town, the community. And that's an amazing opportunity for us to shine. Right. Well, you know, I know the young rotary leaders are having a, a 5K. 5K, yes. So why not? Why not embrace it? Utilize it. I mean, utilize all the people coming into well, town. It's not like you want to do the eclipse during the eclipse. But, I mean, during the whole... Hoopla yes, and celebration the weekend of events and to get our youth involved and to get people involved. I, I, I'm really excited for that weekend. Like I know it can maybe stress out a lot of people because it's, I hear a lot going on, but I think the community is doing great on doing what we can to support our Knox County anyway. Wow. That's great. I never would have thought of that. That's, well, we're trying, okay. we're trying to think outside the box okay. and we knew that would be a great opportunity. Right. It is. It is, you know, hit them in mass. You know, I mean, and I think uh, your promotions that you've done every year, have they seem to increase or are they, or are they pretty much the same number? We're still kind of learning that, you know, because something, this is like the first year, the full year. So this could be year two or three. So we, we are still kind of learning on what fundraisers work, what fundraisers don't, or how do we better promote fundraisers? I think golf is getting a little better because, you know, we... This was year two, 
and we'll be going on to year three. I think that will get a little better on every year. But then there's a part of me that would love to change it to the spring because the fall is, it just gets to be too much. Like right. people are kind of done and I get, totally get that. Although you have one of the last ones though. We do. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes that's a little different. It, maybe. But then I think everybody's done. Like everybody, all the business, like everybody has donated so much to so many we have right. seriously golf tournaments like every week I know. And I oh go. gosh we do and so when you get that at the end people are done like they come out to support the cause which is great so i'm like well if we switch it to the spring would that be better and pros and cons all around right 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 just have to look what's available yes and where you can yes. do it and yeah i can see that I, but, we we just never but it does it does take i'm thankful for our local advisory team which is kind of our knox county board mm -hmm. to be able to discuss situations like that all right all right the isaiah house is there for a reason do you think the public is understanding that reason overall yes but we were in a meeting this past week and some of us are going back to square one on awareness because it's so funny how you still meet mm. people who have no idea who you are Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, like that still happens even in Knox County, like after, but it's been my life. So in my eyes, everybody knows it, but in other people who don't listen to the radio or don't read the newspaper or especially don't get on social media, you might not have any idea what the Isaiah 117 house yeah. is. And you would maybe have a heart that could totally benefit the house in one way or the other. Yeah. How well, do you reach them? I'm, well, you've, you hit the three best gamuts right there. I mean, you have, there are some people who just shut down period. I mean, don't even. You know, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, you're right. You know, I mean, you can, you can send them a smoke signal. I don't know. I mean, what, you know, I just think, I just think when you rely on just one, that's not good. You need all of them. Yeah. And that's how you hit places. Yeah. You know, I know so many places rely on social media only. And as a radio person, I'm saying that's great. But, you know, I can tell you almost half of the county is not even on Facebook. So what are you going to do? How are you going to hit them? What's your next step? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're hitting the steps. I mean, we're trying, you know, we're trying your situation to me is a lot like Casa's and I've dealt with Casa for yeah. 15, 20 years. I mean, yeah. I mean, not knowing who they are now, they know. I yes. Mean, it's, a, it's a, it's a grind. It is. It is. And Casa has gotten huge. And I think it's so awesome that a majority of people even driving down the highway in a different state and you see Casa signs. Right. And I just think it just takes time. It does. We are fairly young like we are we're new to this and we're you know moving into five years overall as an organization but to have 55 houses that's great that's not real that has doubled since last year I, it's a no words no well anyway i think that uh, you're on the right path just it just takes time it just takes time but more than the the time and and stuff is you guys got to take care of yourselves too you know, I mean, your job is very, it can be stressful. It can be demanding at times. Yeah, it can be. And it's almost like you got to put your life on hold to go there. And that's not always easy. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. But that's also what you ask of your volunteers too. So It is. And they have stepped in um, tremendously. And we are still looking for volunteers because like I said, we have as many that come on that I don't want to say go off, but they're in a different season of life, you know, where it they're not able to serve the Isaiah house, which we totally understand. But right now we're seeking um, volunteers to work night shift because we don't have many. And Megan and I are usually covering every night shift if we have to. 
and that can be a challenge because then somebody's got to be available during the day so we are looking for volunteers i mean reach out and let us know because right. if you want to work the night shift let us know all right and, and a lot of times there are, there's no need for a night shift right there are times right where we don't if they're older kids there's no reason for us just to sit there on the couch for hours oh. but your younger kids when you have your infants or especially a large sibling group and if somebody'd wake up or if there would be a problem mm -hmm. we need we need somebody else in the house okay how do they get a hold of you to get information i feel like my information's everywhere <laughs> it probably isn't but i'm like we have, I mean, my number, if you go to Isaiah117house.com. Let's go there, yeah. Go to Isaiah, yes, Isaiah117house.com. Go to Houses, go to Indiana, Knox County. My information's there. I mean, mm. it, there's a number that you can reach me. There's an email that you can reach me. I mean, I feel like, and, or you can go to our Facebook page and go through Facebook and message, and it goes direct, struck, or directly to me. So... I'm. I feel like I'm out there, but oh, if you need to get hold of her, just send me an email. I'll get hold of her. <laughs> just get hold of Ed, and he will probably give you my direct number. That's <laughs> several people have that also. That's fine too. <laughs> no, but anyway, well, congratulations on a great year. I mean, I have to say it's a great year because you guys have done wonderful work. We've served uh, over a hundred kids, so we've done our purpose. All right, and we wish you the best next year. Thank you so much, and God bless, and everybody, happy holidays. All righty, stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.